Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Michigan Avenue Media and the World of Ink Network. This podcast was founded in 2011 by Marsha Casper Cook and Virginia Grenier. Their focus has always been on helping writers reach their dreams by having informative and entertaining shows. You will also hear the latest information on what's new and exciting in the publishing and marketing industry. And the shows will also cover discussions on screenwriting, audiobooks and movies. New to the shows will be the latest style and trends in fashion, as well as nutrition and how Pinterest can add just the right spark of attention you may need for your projects. So, sit back and relax and enjoy the show. You can find out more information about our shows and being a guest at www.michiganavenuemedia.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome. It's uh, going to be a great show it's a, with inspirational authors. And I think by now we've had, we've been talking about all the things that have been going on in um, Chicago, New York, everywhere, Paris. I mean, we've everywhere. We're all in the same boat having COVID 19. So, but. I'm having two people on today that will definitely help you with the inspiration that we all need. And so let's see if I have any messages. Well, I will be off for a month, I think. And as we know, I say that all the time, but who knows? I may I may come back within that month. But I need to finish a book, and I'm having trouble concentrate, you know, concentrating on it. And, like, I think a lot of you and a lot of the guests have been on over the last three or four months, they can't concentrate either. So uh, I have two people here that are very interesting, and Jasmina Sidorowski, she inter- she actually, I met him, her, through Jack Remick, who everybody knows has been on the show many times, and he's really an expert in writing and blogging, and he's a wonderful guy, and he's inter- you know he's introduced me to a lot of people, but Jasmina is one of them, and uh, these are Jasmina's friends, and so it's like a tree. <laughs> the tree of life goes on and on, and these are two wonderful women, and I th- she cannot be on today because she's in Australia, and we had a hard enough time figuring out a time for the three of us to be here, so it's not my usual time. But um, when she listens to this, hi, Jasmina, and thank you. Okay, I'm going to let uh, Gemma and Grace, they're both going to tell you who they are, and their new book is out. Each of them has a new book. And then we'll get on to the discussion, but I think these are two women you want to know, Gemma Smith and Grace Shariar. Is that right, or did I say that wrong, Grace? Yes. No, no, no. You were perfect. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's unusual for me. <laughs> I always, that's why a lot of times I go, okay, this is so-and-so, and I don't say their last name. <laughs> All right, so do you want to go perfect. first and tell us a little bit about everything that you have so much going on? So tell everybody the things that you're doing right now. Who, me? Yes. Grace? Grace? Okay. Yeah, Grace, you can start. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hi, everyone. My name is Grace Charrier. And um, first of all, I'd like to say thank you so much, Marsha Casper Cook, oh, you're for welcome. having me on your show. I'm, I'm so I'm happy. I'm so blessed and so honored, you know, for this um, thank you. Uh, opportunity to, to you know, have, just, have thank a, you. a beautiful discussion with you. So my name, once again, is Grace Charrier. I'm African. I'm from Nigeria. I'm a social entrepreneur. I'm a public health advocate and cancer activist, and I live in New York City in USA. Um, 
a little about me. I schooled in Nigeria, the UK, the United States um, with core competences in business administration, marketing, lead, nonprofit leadership, peace and conflict, I mean, all over. And um, I'm a United Nations ambassador for peace because of societal issues I have um, dealt with in my country. Um, and also um, for governance, uh, mental health, persons living with disabilities. You know, my love for humanity is evident. So yes. I have been yeah. um, rewarded for um, these societal issues. So um, that's uh, a little bit about me, you know, for, for okay, the Well, you also being. have a new book. Well, let's, well, you also have a new book out, so we don't want to forget this. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm a stage three breast cancer survivor. Mm-hmm. And my um, life-altering cancer journey led me to write my book, my memoir, called Impossicant. Now, Impossicant is a slang meaning ridiculous, you know, um, unbelievable, ludicrous. And that was my reaction to my diagnosis when um, it was read out to me because mm-hmm. I didn't know that um, I was a ticking time bomb. I didn't have any symptoms and all that regarding my diagnosis. Mm. So this book emanated from my um, journey, my breast breast cancer journey um, as regards this. And, um, yes, it was actually released on the 21st of June, my birthday, a milestone. Uh, Happy birthday and good luck on this book. I know, good luck on it. It's always exciting to have a new book out. Yes, so it's inspirational, it, um, it's witty, it's um, very interesting because it, has, it doesn't have to do with gloom and doom. And um, anybody that's going to be reading it is going to be immersed in my story because it's going to be having, it, it has so many um, African idioms, uh, Nigerian idioms, you know, um, humor and all that. Are, are you planning on doing an audio book along with it? Or? Yes, I am. Yep. I am. Actually, I would love to, you know, yep. for my for my Nigerian brothers and sisters and African ones too, because even yeah. as a, in this book, I have a glossary at the back because, um, I'm, yeah, I'm, I reside here in the United States and I'm all, you know, immersed in everything, but also I can't forget my roots, you know, I'm African. Right. So sometimes when you get certain shocks or you have to react to certain things, um, I'm speaking in my dialect, I'm speaking in pidgin English, which is like Creole, um, yeah. I'm calling out my parents in different dialects, you know that kind of thing. So right, so they know what. It, right, right, so they know what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. You know, that's always yeah. hard in a book. That is hard in a book. You know. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, right, in, in a audio, it comes across differently too. So that's a good. I love audio books, so I'm big on audio books. You know. I, yeah. I yeah. All right, and. Gemma, you have a very easy name, Gemma Smith, which is like Marsha Cook. That works out really good. <laughs> I'm good with that. Okay, tell everybody a little bit about yourself because you've got a lot going on and a new book. Yeah, so again, thank you very much, Marsha Kappa. I'm really, oh, really welcome. grateful to be on this show. Such a wonderful opportunity. I'm actually from the United Kingdom, from England, um, London, Essex area. So, yeah, quite a long way away from America. But it's such a today to all of the listeners. Um, so, 
Yeah, so I'm I'm basically a full-time teacher at the moment. Um, I teach children at primary school, and I'm also a humanitarian. I'm the chair for the Festival in the UK. And I've always been passionate about writing. Ever since I was a little girl, I always loved writing. I always just had my hand. And for a few years now, I'd say, I've, just, I've had a lot of, moments where I just gathered inspiration and I just felt deep within me that I really just wanted to write a book because I believe that every one of us has a story inside of us to tell and I put it off for such a long time um you know and it was something that really mattered to me and eventually yeah I managed to write The Light Within You and I released it on the 20th of June um which is the birthday of the summer solstice and I thought that that resonated quite well with me because it kind of indicated you know it links light and harnessing the light that's within all of us so the light within you is um, a self-development and empowerment book and it's it's for those who are seeking to unlock their limitless potential for discovering that you've always had a power within you to become the, pe- the best person that you're meant to be so you're rediscovering your light and you're able to live a life that is more filled with love and joy. And it's really for people who are going through transitions in their life, you know, taking them from a place of darkness and which is full of fear and anxiety, especially now during these unprecedented times and moving them into the light, you know, where hope and optimism lives. Um, and it's really about promoting positive mental health and well-being for, for those people that are seeking it, you know, and get themselves away from that darkness because it's a horrible place to be in. Um, so yeah, I think during this current climate in particular, this, this book is something that I think a lot of people can benefit from. So yeah, there's a little bit about the light within you. Yeah, because I think right, this is a time that I think that a lot of people right now, uh, not that you can ever expect this to happen, but mostly nobody ever really did. You know, So I mean, it's um, shocking to people. And we've talked about, I've had several authors talking about it, and I've had um, conversations with so many people, and we're all just trying to get by, you know, and uh, it's all over the world because, you know, this is mm. what's happening now. So, I mean, uh, you know, inspiration comes from many different ways. So, you know, and I've noticed that a lot of people just are very despondent now. They don't really care about doing anything. And so I think, you know, when they hear people or read books or see people that can give them inspiration, I think everybody needs it right now. And people that never thought they needed it, now they do need it. So, Grace, you know, when you're interviewing people, um, on your station, and I, and you know, on iTube, YouTube. Oh my God, YouTube! I was thinking of iTunes. YouTube. Um, you you asked a couple of them the same. You know, you asked the question: How do they keep up with when they had this bad news? How do they move on? And um, mm. it, that was, you know, there was one in, interview in particular that the woman had had cancer several times and. Um, she yeah. had breast cancer, then, you, you know, and I, I think I wrote her name down because her story, Bridget, I mean, and she Bridget. was so positive. I mean, Bridget yeah. Katzschel. 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 Yeah, so, I mean, she was so inspiring because, every, you know, every few years something had happened to her and she just kept going. Yes. Absolutely. And um, we, we, she was labeled... Um, as the zebra among horses because things were happening to her every year or every other oh. year. And she was someone that I really, really um, bonded with 
because yeah. she, I was going through stuff and I had been through stuff, but I saw her as, oh my goodness, um, just yeah. remarkable. Um, and she's a very inspiring woman. And she was like, listen, you know, un- until we're six feet deep, you know, we yeah. still move. Um, look yeah. at you, Grace. You're, you have a whole lot going with you. You were stage three breast cancer, but look what you're doing with your show. You're moving yeah. mountains. You're inspiring yeah. people. So, I mean, it, cancer is, is no joke. So yeah. um, you're, you're in the abyss, and God help you if you're alone. Because you find out that many yeah. people yeah. have yeah. lost relationships, have um, been divorced. Um, families have, have abandoned them. And yeah. so, um, you know, the show and my book seeks to um, bring about that, that positivity. That, and, and I always harp on mental resilience. I'm very, very passionate about mental resilience because that's what keeps us going and that's what, that's what kept Bridget going as well. Yeah, yeah. She was incredible. I mean, just listening, and you know, I think you know, because sometimes people, you know, and the one thing that amazes me is sometimes, unfortunately, I've had several people in my family that have had cancer, and you know, um, the ones that aren't very vocal about it, those are the ones I thought would be vocal, and the ones that you would think, you know, would just like crawl under their bed spread and just not do anything they are they seem to handle it it's was such a strange thing that you don't you know until it happens to you i think that people don't know how they're going to react and you know she was incredible cuz you asked her the question and about what was most important and she said her children and it was like she yeah. was so busy worrying about them she didn't have time probably to think about herself as much cuz she was worried about how they were handling this so um grace what do you tell people when they have a situation like this how to and they don't want to move on what would you what do mm-hmm. you tell them i keep telling them to look at what is most important in their lives for me it was my daughter um i'm an orphan but luckily she was apart from my um uh what should i say medical team she was an amazing support system and I say look out and talk usually it's not even family because in many cases I'm so sorry to say but it's true um, when you're down in the dumps with a diagnosis such as cancer or any other chronic disease you find out that it's strangers that usually come to your aid and not even family so I say you know look inward Mm-hmm. And be strong, make affirmations that everything is going to be okay. It's easier said than done. I know when I say they say, oh, Grace, it's because you, you crossed, you know, you jumped the hurdles and everything. But it yeah. took three years for me to jump the hurdle. I'm still jumping the hurdles. It's not, um, you know, as easy as ABC. Every day I have. Um, negativity, negative thoughts coming. Am I going to, you, you read about recurrences other people have had. Look at Bridget, she's had cancer every other year. Yeah. But, and then when you listen to that, you're like, oh, my God, what's going to happen if that happens to me? Um, how, am I ready to go through chemotherapy, chemotherapy again? Because chemotherapy is a killer, even though yeah. it does do its yeah. work. So, yeah. um, like you said, like you asked, 
I keep saying, keep knowing that you're still on this side of the divide for something greater than you, for something bigger than you. And remember that other people, even though you don't consider yourself an inspiration at that point in time, other people are looking up to you. You know, your children are looking up to you. Your siblings are yeah. looking up people to you. People are watching. Um, right, right. People are watching, um, and they they draw their strength from you. So mm-hmm. um, love yourself. Gemma, first. Gemma, when you have, yeah. well, you've been, I, I think what I've read about you is you've been doing this for, even when you were a young child, you felt this desire to help people. Absolutely, yeah. I just, something that I've always done or tried to do is just no matter what kind of life situation I'm in, I just try and learn from it. And I think having this mindset from a very young age has kind of allowed me to take what's useful from every situation. And even those negative situations, you know, I'm, I mean, there's many times where I feel very, very challenged and stuck. And I just sit there and I spend quite time and I look inwards and I like what Grace said about the mental resilience, and I think that's really important. And just spending yeah. time looking inwards and, you know, reflecting and thinking about, right, how can I learn from this? What can I take from this situation? How can I grow from this situation? You know, and and always kind of looking for that for that place of nurturing your soul and, and giving yourself back what you deserve. You know, because there's all there's always going to be light in a in a negative situation. It's just sometimes yeah. really hard to find and to discover it um but i do find being grateful really helps me um i think an attitude of gratitude is really important and just you know really kind of reflecting on what what it is that you're grateful yeah. for every single day and just starting your day off right with those positive affirmations as grace said as well i think you know those small little things can just set your day up for success and really make a big difference yeah and you know um as we, we were talking about jasmina okay and her um she's that's one of the things that, you know, I think that she wanted to bring us all together because she knows how all of us feel about this, and that's what her inspiration is. You know, um, she finds people to that she feels inspire other people and help other people. In the meantime, she's very inspiring herself, and her magazine yes. is beautiful. So, like, so yeah. how did you how did you meet, Grace, did you, how did you meet um um, we we are both um, GGAs, Global Goodwill Ambassadors. Right. Um, the the founder, Mr. Richard Zipila and Lisa Jones, um, they have been wonderful, just so wonderful. They're in in charge of the the um, Global Goodwill Association, and we were appointed um, ambassadors based on. Um, what we do, you know, and many of us or almost all of us are doing amazing things in that body all over the world. So um, Jasmine and I, um, you know, started talking and everything, in fact, because I was putting on, I was uh, just posting every day about my breast cancer, um, you know, what women have to look out for. And then I broadened it because I found out that, Men, too, men were having yes. breast cancer, which they call yes. chest cancer. They don't yes. like the breast part of it. They say chest right. cancer. Right. I've had a and couple then, people on my show, like, you know, I had said before that I had had a, uh, when we were talking is that I have had a couple men on the show that have had it and um, I to bring to light that men do get this. Yeah. You know, and yes. I think 
that they, you know, um, it was at one point, that's what everybody thought, just women could get it, but no, men. And, you know, I mean, look at, with, you know, and men, they're not as open. So you have had, no. uh, I was listening to, you have had men that are talking about this too, which is not that easy for a man to do, to talk about this. It's and not, not breast cancer, it's, any kind of cancer. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's not easy for a man, not just for breast cancer, to talk about anything. I just interviewed yes. some great right. guys. Yes on colon cancer, testicular yes. cancer. I have one coming up with breast, uh, prostate cancer. And it's like, Grace, there's something about you that even draws out that information that, ordinarily, you would just go to my blog and read about it. I wouldn't want to talk to you. But you yeah. see, I, I already have discovery chats with these amazing men so yeah. that there's a bond between us, you understand. Yeah. Um, I just don't start talking to them on the day of recording, no. I, I try to build up that relationship with them first so they are relaxed and yeah, see if they're willing right, to, right, right. to actually yeah. share that information. And I tell them that whatever you don't want to talk about, I'm game. Our only um, um, objective is to make sure that what happened to us doesn't happen to the next person. If I right, can I just that, make right. sure that I'm impacting just one person, it doesn't have to be a million people, just one person listening to the show or reading the book, hey, I'm okay with it. And that's right. how these men have been able to um, draw substance. And um, it's, it's, been, it's had a ripple effect. Men don't yeah, talk. I think that's, that's really great because even because men, men don't men don't even they don't you know like women we go to lunch we go to dinner and we all talk with our friends and each you know every year in different parts of our life our conversation I have the same friends for like many years and our conversations mm-hmm. over the years are so different every couple mm-hmm. of years you know children divorce marriage weddings you know dis- you know illnesses so I mean life does. That's how life is, you know, and for yeah. men to open up is difficult. And so that is really great that uh, because those are really helpful to other men. They don't even like to go to yeah. a doctor. So that's, uh, you know, that's another thing. You know, sometimes you have to push men to go to doctors because they don't like it. Yeah. I worked for doctors for years, and even when I was drawing their blood, I always had them lay down because mm-hmm. otherwise they'd be passing out because they are they see a needle and they're just out <laughs> and I, I you know. cannot lift them you cannot lift them when they fall so if you're laying down I say don't worry about it because you're not going to pass out you're laying down because they really are scared <laughs> they are yeah. you know it's not the same as women yeah not that not. there are they women that do not like it either work. but not the same right and so for them to open up big deal. Mm-hmm. I think, it, takes, you know, it takes uh, a lot for them to open up. Yes. It takes yeah, a whole lot. Yeah. yeah. And so it's that's a really like good thing. Isn't there? There's like an attachment to men, and it's, it's almost like they have this image of, of not being able to speak about their feelings. And I think a lot of men feel afraid to open up. And, you know, and I think a lot of people may presume that that men are okay. And, and actually, I think it's also important that we just stop for a moment and say, hey, how are you okay today? And, and check in with the men in our lives, you know, and just really make sure that they're feeling okay as well. Yeah. Yeah. I know. But that's true. And, I mean, and, it is. and never to believe them. I, I make sure, like, when I call yeah. up my brothers or friends, um, hi, everything. Oh, great. We're fine. I ask the second time yeah. and the third time. 
And believe yeah. you, the third time they would have told me something. Because they're yeah. just, they're just <laughs> right. asking yeah. out of just like, oh, okay, she's yeah. just asking, this, know. you know, for the sake of conversation. But when you ask the second and third yeah. time, you're intentional about finding out if for real they are okay. I tell That's you that it. you will get feedback from them. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Very very important, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gemma, how did you meet Jasmina? I met Jasmina through Global Global Ambassadors as well, actually. Um, I was a, I was just a GGA for a very long time. And um, after a while of speaking to Richard, one day he, he asked me, he said, how would you feel about becoming the chair for the United Kingdom? We, we currently don't have one. And yeah, I was quite proactive at the time, running lots of projects and really involved, really engaging with lots of GGAs across across the world. And I actually connected with Jasmina through a thread on LinkedIn, and we just connected really, really well. Right. And, yeah. and I, spoke, I was speaking to Lisa about the um, foreword for my book, and she said, "Oh, why don't you, you know, speak to Jasmina, see if she'd be interested?" And actually, she was, and she she's yeah. written the foreword my book so very very lucky to have that and it's um, a lovely a lovely message inside my book and a lovely way to kind of introduce my book as well um, and yeah. yeah so very yeah. grateful for that and you know we've got a lovely relationship and we speak frequently um, oh, and yeah. It's, yeah it's beautiful I treasure I treasure these relationships you know See, that's really one thing. so are you traveling I mean that's that's the problem now people can't I don't know if you did travel before but it traveling is not going to be easy these days, so I guess the messages will have to come through other ways rather than traveling. Uh, Grace, you're in New York, so do you travel? I mean, I don't know. Well, we're probably traveling is not going to happen pretty soon, so uh, I don't know. You know. I'm so, I'm so it's, it's, it's sad because I would have been in yeah. Africa by now. Um, oh yes. Okay. Um, I I basically adopted an orphanage. I wanted to go see the little kids that I take care of. Um, I adopted a little child as a baby last year. Um, no, two oh, years wow. ago on my birthday. So was and was the child going to come here? Was the child come, no, no, come no, to, no, 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 no. You just were going to go visit. Okay, yeah, go visit, and I sent stuff to the orphanage for 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 the kids and um, for their upkeep and for school and all that. Um, she's she's a nursery now. Um, when she was adopted, um, she was just a baby. She was, um, you know, found in one of the uh, churches, uh, church surroundings, mm. abandoned. Mm. And um, mm. I, so I would have been in Nigeria by now, and um, I travel a lot, but this has really kept me um, rooted. <laughs> so I've been yeah, able to, yeah. um, you know, get, get things going, actually. Sometimes I think that COVID-19 actually did a lot of, you know, regardless of all the madness that's going on in the world, for many of us that are content creators, it actually got us doing a lot of things. I don't think my book would have been finished by now because oh, I would have been right. all over well, the world doing right. a lot of things. I mean, but this actually kept me, oh, okay, um, you know, back and forth on my manuscript, um, taking care of the process of it coming out, back end-to-end production, all that kind of stuff. So um, that made me look inward to say, okay, I have pending projects, and thank God um, we've been able to, you know, do a lot of stuff during this lockdown period. So it's all good. But, you know, for those of us that are 
travelers, so to speak, I would say, because of what yeah. we have. It's going to be hard. Right. It's, it's going to be very it's difficult hard. now. Yeah. Very, very and, difficult. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, both of you have books out. So how is the – well, I, we talk about this all the time because marketing is very difficult. So what mm-hmm. are each of you doing to market your books? I mean, it's it's hard because I think there are people who have – they're not concentrating, but they are reading books. That's, you know, mm-hmm. what seems to be – a good thing and watching TV naturally. Um, so I think those are the things entertainment seems, you know, books and entertainment seem to be doing all right because people are home where they are reading and watching TV when they wouldn't be doing this. So how are you both? All right, let's uh, you, Grace, you who go first and tell me what you're doing to um, get that book out. It's hard. It's, it's very hard. I must say, um, yeah, I have a lot of friends who have bought and, uh, um, you know, um, I see my analytics. Yes, it's coming up. But sometimes you feel that maybe they're just buying just because you're a friend. Are you going to buy to read? Um, yeah. There's so much happening. There's so much happening. People are involved in other things, you know. Um, I'm a reader. Uh, I have loads of books. Um, I mean, I grew up amongst books anyway. So, But um, during this period, it, it's been difficult for me to actually sit down and finish one book, Marsha. Yeah. Because yeah. there's yeah. been so, so much happening, I tell you. So as regards marketing, I'm doing the best I can. I'm putting it out there in faces. But there's only yeah. so much you can do. Right, I think I think that's the case anyway. And the analytics, you know, watching the numbers, you can't because if you Mm do, you'll never write another word because you'll never uh, write another book. Yeah, it's it's uh, I don't really know. I I you know as many authors over the last ten years as I've had on, you know, it goes up and down and up and you know to make a killing out of book, very few people are doing that. So it's really Mm -hmm. hard. But then again, when somebody reads a book and they, you know, they've read it, and it's someone you don't know. That's so important because oh, that makes so you feel that's like, that's so much yeah. because you know it makes you feel great. You know, it is hard, yeah. and the numbers there. I've had someone on my show, and I was talking. I saw some of the things that she was putting out. Somebody had suggested that um, she needs all new editing. I, I she doesn't even know who it is. And Amazon, I don't know. I've not heard this before, but now Amazon is making her redo a lot of things. So. They pointed out all wow. these errors, and this is a best-selling author. I don't really know. So, I mean, that's the thing. You can't if, – if things like this are happening, if people are just doing things just to be mean, that's kind of horrible mm-hmm. because she's a, a successful author. Now she's got to redo the mm-hmm. books, and Amazon's making her. So I think that's the problem with the analytics. You know, you look at the numbers, and if it's if yours isn't there, people – are st- apparently jealous of what because I don't understand mm-hmm. why anybody would do that. You know, <laughs> um, it just I doesn't make wonder. sense to uh, report yeah. somebody for having you know having a few mistakes. You know, and mm-hmm. Amazon taking them up on it. So I don't really know what the, that's wow. a new thing. You know, which can't be good. Oh, you know, uh, and people can't do well right now. They can't go to libraries to do, or they can't do readings. They can't do any of those things. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gemma, what about you? What are you going to be doing? Yeah, so again, the same with Grace. What Grace was saying about the time, I just, I'm, yeah. I'm quite grateful, and um, I've been able to spend a lot of time on my book. You know, really kind of sitting with it and reflecting right. on it, making sure that you know all the design is how I kind of wanted it, the front cover, etc. So, in that sense, it's been a blessing. And um, but I think I agree with the point that 
I think it's about having the mindset and knowing that these sort of things don't happen overnight. And it's something that we have to continuously work with and live with and sit with and be proud of, you know, and celebrate and, and just continue, continuously showcase it with people, you know, and and share it with people. And, you know, I think this will be something, a project of mine that I'll continue to share over years and years, you know. Well, that's the other thing. See, right. That's the other thing. And that's the, one of the things that I talk about a lot is, and I was actually just thinking about this with my children's books because, you know, uh, unfortunately, when people call bookstores or things like that, they were saying, like, what's the new book? And so if your book is a couple years old, they go like, oh, it's an mm-hmm. old book. But that's really very mm-hmm. bad marketing because that's not true. It doesn't matter. If it's a subject mm-hmm. that is important, mm-hmm. what is the difference? What year it was that you, know, you did it? And so yeah, I think, I think that, like like you just said, for years, right. So if this year it, it doesn't take off as much as it would next year, it would be because maybe the right people were seeing it or maybe there's more advertising. I don't know. I'm always signing up for different things. I sign up for webinars. Mm-hmm. I sign up. And the most important thing they say, just keep writing and just don't keep looking at the numbers, you know, because that, exactly. I mean, that can drive you crazy, the numbers. Yeah. yeah. You know, and getting yeah. reviews. Getting reviews is impossible. It's really hard yeah. to and, get reviews. And, you know, I'm on, I'm on a number of, um, what should I say, groups, um, uh-huh. especially on Facebook, just to, yeah. you know, you're a newbie, you're a debut author. I, at least I yeah. am. And so I wanted to sound and see what people were up to, what people were saying and all that. If yeah. you think you're going to get money from writing a book, forget it. And yeah. for me, like I said, I didn't write this book to make money. Right. I wrote it to be an inspiration. If it right. goes, if 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 it's if it's making an impact in someone's life, that's the money. Yeah, for that's me. how. It, right. I think that's the best way to look at it. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that is it. That is it. You know, and, and if it gets in the right category me. and, you know, those are all the things. But, you know, when you go on shows or when you – that's what's probably going to – you know, uh, well, naturally when you have a uh, – you know, you're Grace, you're on. You know, you have a lot of different interviews. And I didn't – I haven't done live interviews yet, and um, so mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes. You know, I've not done that. Mm-hmm. I can put my, my, my um, books uh, and – shows i guess on i it takes a lot of work to do all this and it's a lot of work to do a show to you know because i like to it's, check out my difficult. authors and know who's going to be on you know so i think there's yeah. only so much time in the day for an author mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. do all of this mm-hmm. yeah you know yes and you, you can imagine i had to i had to be doing the shows and at the same time writing and at the same time um yeah. uh, you know dealing with manuscripts at the same time um, designing, I designed my book cover. Nobody did it for me. You know, yeah. I, I needed it yeah. to depict my my roots. You know, right? Um, th- there was just so much. Um, it's a story within a story. So, and then to do a, a, a have a channel, like you said, and do all that. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gemma, are you interested? Are you thinking of doing anything like that? You know, putting yourself, you know, yeah. on a channel. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm definitely going to be making an audio book. Um, yeah, the last yeah. Year. So I that think, would be I'm, nice. I'm, yeah. 
you know, because somebody had asked me today, they asked me what they thought, if they should have a podcast, you know, to read excerpts of their book. And I, I didn't think, I, I don't particularly think that that's a way he could sell his book more. You know, um, I just think if he wants to do a podcast, fine. But that's, you know, because it's it's almost, you know, you, what are you going to do? Someone's not going to really tune in every you know, he wants to mm. sell from that way. So I don't know if that would be a good way. I, I think it's it's just, it's kind of the luck of the draw, who gets out there and who doesn't. And, like, in a couple of years, maybe more people would look at the books. That's when the problem occurs with it has to be in that year. So I hope, you know, writers, you know, especially when they're listening even to this show or every show, just keep writing or write, you know, just write and just don't worry about the numbers. Exactly. Nice. I, I, I think you have to ignore the numbers, and you know, yes. it has to come from a place of love and passion. And yes. if that's yeah. something that you enjoy, and it just that's where that's where the real drive comes from, and that's where the magic happens. You know, it's it's embedded within you. Um, you know, as a writer myself, it's just it's something that I I just know now I could never live without, and already it's kind of given me that bug. I'm already thinking about my second book, and that's actually the way aiming at right, right, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like yeah. a viral effect, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and I think that's Marcia the way to do it, you know, is to just keep writing and to just, you know, get your message out. And, you know, and I do belong to a lot of groups also. I really don't know. I can't even, I, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm wanting to join something and I already joined it. So I just, I just keep saying, <laughs> yes, I'll do this. Yeah. And then you keep looking, you know. I mean, I've been doing this for a long time. But it's, you know, and it's insane because, you know, then if you're in a group, they say, well, then they don't want you to promote your book. And I'm thinking, like, well, why not? I mean, I don't, they have such then, rules. Then why that, are you in the, in the group? Then? Yeah, you know, you I'm know. thinking, like, what kind we're, of rule is that if you're in there, there you know? Help one yeah. another. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy. And, oh, and if people are giving advice, advice, what was that? Yes, for advice. No, you said something earlier. Um, I'm sorry because uh, I wanted to 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 say something about okay. the the gentleman that was talking about um, starting a podcast about reading yes. his books. Mm-hmm. On, if he had more than one or two books, yeah, he does though. That That's a good thing. Okay. To, I should tell him that. Yeah, but they're not the same genre. That's has, the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. If he if he has more more than two three books, yes, because so that. Um, his content covers. Do you understand right. the podcast yeah. that he'll be able to um, that that he's going to be coming out? Because I know yeah. of someone who had mentioned that to me, and I said, yeah. "Listen, I just came out with one book, and right. I don't want to tell my you know just sell put everything out there. You're not going to make people go buy the book." Yeah, no, right, because I, right, I find that very difficult. You know, a lot of times, which I even mm-hmm. forgot today to say even what I do, you know, I forget that a lot, you know, but, you know, I think if they look me up, right, I, I'm writing, I do screenplays, I do a lot of different genres, but it is very hard, I find, to promote myself. Mm-hmm. But And if you have mm-hmm. a podcast, I was once, we, there was an international, uh, it was a wonderful thing that somebody had, um, well, had decided to do for years and years. It was an international group where once a year everybody had different kind of, I, I talked about a podcast, somebody else talked about writing, editing, whatever. And so I did a 10-minute uh, talk on, I did one, you know, like I was on a radio show, and I thought to myself, I felt like, like I'm thinking, I'm talking to myself, and, and it was so weird to do. 
that I did I did okay. it for ten minutes because I had to do it for you know to, and actually people listened to it but I don't think I could sit there and just talk about myself or my book as a podcast yeah you know so I, I think see. that's kind of a difficult it is you know, that was that would be difficult. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you know, mm. and so I think, you know, that's the hardest part for authors, you know, the message, you know, and both of you have good credentials, so that's a good thing, you know, and that will help, but a lot of times that doesn't make people buy the book, you know, they may like you, but they don't want to read the book, and, and now I think Absolutely. a lot of people are, some can't read and some are over, some are really reading a lot and some just aren't reading at all, you know, they yeah. can't because some of concentration. Yeah. Something I've been yeah. doing, ladies, is I've been, I've kind of kept aside quite a lot of books that I've, I'm kind of giving out for free, and I'm just distributing it to lots of viewers, contacts with lots of others as well. For free, but I, could, I couldn't hear that a little, it was a little static. Yeah, could you repeat that? Out. You know, you mean giving it free? Yeah, just to get the message out there, because I really want people to just hear my message and, you know, really I know. See, that, 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 is, that, that was, yeah, people talk about that, but see, the problem is, you know, and a lot of people do mention this on my show, people have worked so hard to write books. I mean, they really mm-hmm. it's hard. It's not really easy. And, you know, and finally to get the book out, then to mm-hmm. give it free, you know, and some somebody had equated it to if they go to Starbucks and they buy a coffee for $5, and then they won't mm-hmm. buy your book for $0.99. Cents. So, I mean, it's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, that's what they're saying. And some people just say they're not going to keep giving free books because, they would. It's not that they want to make a ton of money, but they just feel that it should be acknowledged by some kind of. Yes, yeah, the effort, you know. the effort, you the you sweat, have to give away. Yeah. To uh, you know, because if it's ninety nine cents, I mean, the author does get maybe twenty five cents. You know, so mm-hmm. I think you know that's one of the things I think because people say, oh, you wrote a book, you're probably making a fortune. That's really not true, you know. Uh, it takes a to sell a lot of books to make a lot of money, mm-hmm. and most of us don't expect that when we're writing a book. But you know, uh, I do think the audio books they do uh, make more money than the mm-hmm. written book. You know the the way yeah. they do. You know the way it works. You know they give free codes, and but the author gets the money for it. So I think you know mm-hmm. there are things that authors can do. You know um, marketing with different people. You know uh, some of the people out there are good. You know you can have somebody help you with your promotions. It can get expensive too, and there are some people that are very inexpensive. I'm big on put, making banners and putting that out, but I you know mm-hmm. all of it gets your name out. You know, but. As far as making money, no, I don't know that any of this, you know, might. It just it just keeps you going and maybe for your next book. And if you stay in the same genre, which I haven't, but if you do, then mm-hmm. you can yeah. get fans. But if you write in yeah. different genres, it's very hard to get fans, you know, That's people difficult. that, yes, I think moment. it is. Did you ask me? Oh, yeah. Did you ask me yeah, something? Yeah, I think I thought, Build that momentum up and yeah, create. I think yeah, I think a lot of authors do like to divert, but I think it's a personal thing, isn't it? Whether you yeah. kind of stick to the yeah. same thread or whether yeah. you feel like yeah. momentum in genres. Yeah, but if you do stay in one, I think it's it's actually easier to market yourself. 
but that doesn't mean a lot of authors can do that, you know. But uh, inspirational books as as and inspirational authors as both of you are, that's a very good market, I think, to be in. Yeah. You know, because yeah. and I think re- certainly at this time, and I do feel that a lot of times, like you know, people they might not talk about it with their friends because they don't they're embarrassed sometimes. So when they're reading a book that an author, you know, they can relate to and see the problems that they may be having, that helps them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, definitely. definitely. I think I, that's what I was yeah. doing a lot. You know, within my book, I've I've spoken about a lot of my personal experiences and you know just to kind of really connect with the reader so they can really relate to how yeah I have you know how I view the world and and so that they can make their own links you know and I ask quite a lot of questions as well as kind of offering strategies and ways that people can actually utilize the material and how they can proactively start using it and engaging with it um and yeah but I think definitely kind of making those links to yourself is really important because then people really are able to understand and who you are as the author that's you know right it's about that connection isn't it yes uh, you know and you know so and when you teach well see i don't know things are probably it's very difficult now because you know like i you know i was just going to ask a question that i probably have asked in the past because you know you're a teacher and you could speak with you know children adults whatever but now i don't know what will happen with that because but some people have told me that you can speak to children in groups now on Zoom if that's what, you know, um, will be, you know, or adults, you know, to get a group um, together and maybe on the Internet that's how things will be now, you know, because, mm-hmm. um, you know, you want to get your message across. And it's it's good to have some kind of a face-to-face a lot of times, you know, and Absolutely. I guess the Zoom Were you doing that? Were either of you thinking of that or Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been actually um I've been holding quite a few Zoom sessions and also phoning a lot of my children, you know, just to kind of keep touching base with them. And I actually had parents evening uh, today where I had to call a lot of the parents up and speak to them and I found myself getting really emotional because I haven't had a chance to say goodbye to my children. So I know it was quite the time yes. for me. I was I actually nearly cried, you know, I was I was thinking this is very strange, you know, I didn't even get to say goodbye to them and now I'm I'm basically ending the school year with them through yeah. what, the gra- what grade are, what grade is that? What grade are you teaching? What what age group? They're eight they're eight years old. Yeah. Yeah. Eight and how do, how are they handling it? How are they handling it, the kids? So I'm speaking to the parents and the parents are saying oh, to me, you know, what the do children, they say, the parents? Yeah, that their children are, you know, they're full of anxiety. They're quite scared about coming yeah. back to school, and the parents are full of questions. You know, they really want that reassurance that their child is going to be safe. Um, so it's really yeah. about, you know, giving them that hope and reassuring them that we're going to do all that we can in September when schools do go back full time. Um, you know, that the mental health of the children that is the priority because without that yeah. being in place, the children will find it difficult to learn. You know, so. About it's really, it's really so sad that, you know, because, you know, children should be playing and having a good time, and all of this brought on to them could be, you know, it's life-changing. It's life-changing for adults. And the kids, the, you know, 
you know, just going out and playing is a way for them to get rid of some of the anxiety and energy they have, and they can't do that now. So I, I this is, you know, for nothing else, I think the hopefully that they can get this under control so kids can grow up and have a normal life, whatever that could be now, you know, and I hope to God they do have that. Yeah, Because then it would be a horrible way to grow up. And that's something yeah, that I'm contact. Yeah. is actually working on some sort of mental health book for children, you know, because I, I feel like it's quite needed now. It's a time in history yeah. that children are ever going to forget. You know, this is going mm. to sit with them for the rest of their lives. Yes, yeah. That is hard, you know. And, and as adults, too, for, you know, for Grace, I mean, when you're talking to people, it's bad enough when they have to go through chemo and radiation and everything, and then they have to worry about they can't go out because their immune system, especially during the time mm-hmm. of radiation and, you know, chemo, you know, and yeah. they have no outlet to go out and kind of, you know, release the outlet, you know, of going somewhere, you know, to get out of their house. So uh, what are you telling Absolutely. people, Grace? You know, I'm sure that comes Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Uh, even um, you know, on my page, my cancer page on Facebook, many my my I have a very engaging community that reach out to me, that DM me. Um, a few of them have to have had um, chemotherapy, but their um, interventions were postponed indefinitely. You understand? Uh, so can you imagine being diagnosed? and you cannot access your treatment because of what's going on. Yeah. Um, so that is, that is scary. That is absolutely scary. And they're like, Grace, what do we do? Um, what yeah. do you think we should do? And I'm like, okay, there's um, telehealth. Get in touch with, yeah, a few of them have the, their doctors or their oncologists actually reach out to them to say, um, listen, let's see how it goes. Um, but we, we, we have to make sure we'll be talking to you every day um, and all that. But that's not enough. The whole yeah. essence is to make sure that, uh, you know, while I'm sitting here, um, the tumor is growing. Uh, COVID-19 is not going to take it away. It's just, yeah. just me sitting here is going to make it worse. So Ugh. that also is trying to keep their mental health in check. And yeah. what do I do? There's nothing I can do from where I am except to give them hope and to say, listen, it can only get, it, it, it can get worse than it, it, it is. And it's your mind that you don't allow your mind to play games with you. Because a lot of them would say, then maybe I'm supposed to go this way. And I'm like, yeah. go where? Cancer hasn't killed you yet. And <sighs> let's just see once the lockdown is lifted, then you can get in touch with your oncologist or your, your uh, PCP and say, listen, okay, so what's up? So mm. I, I, I spend the whole time trying to give hope and positivity and reaching yeah. out to them because I don't wait until they reach out to me. I, I, I know many of them that what they're going through. Right. And um, even those who have, whose husbands and whose wives, I'm so sorry to say, have walked out on, on them. What, that, that is really um, that's, asked for that's divorce. very horrible. Yeah, that's yeah. that's and, yeah. And uh. they're in their homes. They can't walk. They can't leave. Um, taking a walk would have helped, you know, alleviate a lot of the mental stress. Yeah. But no, they have to be indoors. 
So it's, mm-hmm. it's crazy, Marsha. It's, it's crazy. I just yeah. have to keep instilling hope and, and positivity and telling them that it can only get better. It can't get any worse. It can only get better. Yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, that's all you could do for them right now. So hopefully, you know, that's uh, all I can do. with you two inspiring authors, really, this is a very important time. So uh, I, know, I know that, uh, Gemma, we almost lost you on the line, and uh, you had to call back in, so I'm glad you're in, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, Definitely. I know, I don't know. I right, you know, but we're almost, we're coming to a close of the show, and you, uh, you know, it's late there. <laughs> You're going to midnight <laughs> soon. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to thank you so much for coming on at this late hour. So before you go, is there something you'd like to tell people and where they can find you? You know, I have it on the show, show page, and I, I did put it out, and I will put it out more, and it is on iTunes. That's why I kept with saying YouTube, but it's on iTunes. So regularly. So is there something you'd like to say to everybody, you know, before we, you know, end the show? Yeah. Should I um, stop? Like me? I... Uh, Gemma? Yeah. Gemma, go ahead. Yes, yeah, so in case we lose you again and right in case we leave. Yeah. yeah so, um, um, so, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, thank you so much, Marsha, for, for inviting me once again oh, you're um, to this wonderful show. It's been so um, inspiring from you, too. And, um, you know, I'd like to thank everybody who's been listening as well. Um, hopefully you guys will be able to go onto Amazon and um, grab a copy of my book in uh, e- e-format, e-book format, or the, the paperback. Um, the name of the book is Impossicant. It's hilarious. It's, um, it has um, African idioms and humor. It's witty. Yes, you also cry a lot too, but um, it's still inspiring. And also, um, I host um, a YouTube channel, Cancer Convos with Grace B. Um, you'll see it on Martha's um, page, uh, Marsha's page. She'll be able to put it out there for you guys. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm putting subscribe it. Subscribe and listen to the wonderful interviews I have with amazing um, experts. Yeah, they really are good. They are good. They are good. Yeah. You know, it's really an and, open um, interview, and, yeah, it's it's good. Yeah. Very good. And you then, continue um, with that because that, that's Facebook. what people need. They need that. Yeah. They need that because even yeah. if they don't, want to talk to somebody they could listen to somebody else yes and that and it, could, it, it has help. to do with a lot of things it's not just yes. cancer i talk to um um lawyers about leaving a legacy just in case one is yeah. um being told they don't have long to live i talk about i talk with di- dietitians nutritionists um i talk about guys you know having anal cancer having Oh, yeah. just, just so much, just so much. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, so um, you know, and I'll put it out. Happy. Yeah, I will put it out. And um, you know, and, and so I think you know. Look at uh, this is the things that people they they say they don't want to talk about, but they need to talk about. So that's why mm-hmm. I'd like to do these shows because I think, you know, whoever's listening and will listen on these shows go on and on, and you know, when they go to my web, you know, michiganavenuemedia.com, all my shows are on there, and Blog Talk keeps them on for years. So I, and that's why iTunes, they have like three or four hundred of my old shows on there, whatever shows we've done. So, yeah, oh yeah, they do. So it's really good, you know, and some of the subjects, it doesn't really change. So it's just, you know, timeless. And uh, Gemma, Mm -hmm. what about you? 
Um, any last words? Yeah, I just, everybody? I just really, again, want to say thank you. Um, and oh, yeah. I really think it's important that as, you know, as a collective in society, we just keep talking about mental health and we, we're kind to each other. We remember to just keep love at the core of everything that we do. You know, let that yeah. light within us just shine through. And, yeah, so my book is called The Light Within You and it is now available on Amazon and it can be bought in as a paperback or it can be bought as an ebook. And it's also available from my website, so thelightwithinyou.co.uk, uh, where I can I can personally sign a copy as well and post that out to the readers. So yeah, right, really and that's a, that's a good thing, you know. I mean, yeah, I mean, so do you, on your page, do you well, you calling your website, you know, the light within you. I, do you think that works for you? You think that's a good? thing? I mean, I sometimes do think that is a good thing. Instead of just your name, it's just the title, you know, of yeah, what you're doing. So I really want I really want the brand um the you know yeah. the the fact that the yeah. light within you to spread and I want that message to be heard and, and really kind of thought about across the masses of humanity. So that's the reason yeah. why I kind of chose you. And I'm hoping that the three of us can do a show with Jasmine and we're gonna we'll figure out we can, yeah. maybe it maybe sometime in the fall we can figure out a time. That uh, we you must, know, and we and check out her magazine uh, because you'll be the pictures are beautiful and she does a great job with articles and you know all of us here you know we are we all like Jasmina and so you know and this is great how everybody meets everybody without this mm-hmm. I mean none of us would ever meet you know where would we meet so that's Absolutely. the good thing about Facebook and internet because mm-hmm. it, it it makes you you learn different things from different people that you never would have met. You know, mm-hmm. I'm in Chicago, we're all in different places, you know, so I think that's the good thing. So I appreciate both of you coming on, and I'm so glad we got a time to do this. And um, you can go to sleep now, Gemma, because it's a Gemma. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. And I hope you I both come on again. Time. <laughs> and you'll continue to write and keep people inspired because I think really honestly this yeah. time is definitely the time for it. And uh, yes, yeah. the the only message I have for everybody is just stay safe and happy fourth and also wear masks. And uh, I think mm-hmm. that will help everybody if we all wear masks. It's just a very little to ask to try to get back on track. So yeah. I'm hoping that that will work. So everybody do that and then hope to see you in August and the Ben of Pomerantz, he'll be doing shows, I think, uh, after the after the 4th of July. So, and thank you ladies very much. This has been a really thank good show. You, thank you I so appreciate much. it. All right. Good really night. Really honored. Thank you so much, I know. Marcia. Thank you so much. Anytime. Love you're welcome. One. Uh, you too. <laughs> thank you. Bye-bye. 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 Bye.